we're back, Stripe Show podcast, on a Tuesday, and look who's in the house with me in the studio coming at you for the very last event of the year on the PGA Tour, the RSM Classic. He's on his way up there to Sea Island shortly, and I talked him into stopping by the studio. Welcome in, buddy. Hey, I, you know, this is, uh, this place is amazing. If you, if you live anywhere within driving distance of the Stripe Show podcast, um, we should start doing these live. I know. Like the McAfee show or something. I know. You know, I might we, stand up. We could. I you might. stand up. I get you a beer if you want it. I mean, I got, I got a full, you know, I mean, it's, it's noon. So, well, it's noon. Yeah, it's I mean, noon I, was, here. I was on the plane today. Yeah. So, it, you know, like I could use a little leg stretch and, uh, <laughs> no, I, this is, uh, this place is awesome. Um, and, um, I'm excited. I, I love Sea Island. Yeah. I've been there many, many times. Uh, played there, played both courses mm-hmm. more than any other, obviously, PGA Tour course out there. And, uh, um, I just, you know, it's just such a wonderful place. It's so relaxing to be there and everything. And I can understand why they have a decent field this week, you know, even as the last run, but 156 players vying for their lives. A lot of the guys, there's a lot of storylines this week. Yep. I mean, it's not just that top 125, but you've got, you know, maybe a master's invite. Maybe that next 10. I mean, we got all sorts of things we could talk about. Where are you going with me? Tim? Well, there's a lot of storylines. I mean, not just in professional golf, but, or not just in PGA Tour golf, but professional golf. Uh, actually, as of this afternoon, it's the Netflix Cup event, right? On yeah. Netflix. The first time they're going live on Netflix for a sporting event. Yes. And Ricky and JT and Max and Morikawa are there. They're going to play with the F1 uh, racers in Vegas. You interested in that? Uh, you know, I am an F1 fan. Okay. Um, Thanks to Netflix and their drive to survive. Um, you know, yeah, everyone always talks about full swing and how it kind of missed the mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think like guys like you and I or people that are deep into golf, it was a little bit too inside baseball for us. Like what were they going to teach us yeah. about golf, right? But I can't tell you how many people have looked at that uh, the same way that I reacted to drive to survive for F1 and I got mm-hmm. totally wrapped up in it. And now I watch F1 races. So uh, they, they're, you know, they're racing the strip this weekend and they're combining golf and one of the most sport, popular sports in the world. For me, it's a home run. Yeah. And, uh, they've got some good guys there, you know, Ricky, uh, JT, you know, it, it's, they got the right young drivers. Uh, obviously they have to be able to play golf as well. So it's gonna be pretty cool. And Max just won down in Africa and he's now he's coming back up to, yeah. to be a part of that. So. Yeah, it's going to be, it'll be interesting. I mean, that's, that's another leg. And keep in mind, we're just now, what, a month and a half, half away from TGL. Well, I was going to say they, what, they announced Atlanta yesterday mm-hmm. and, uh, Max and Morikawa spent drive. On the Atlanta drive. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Golf club. And, um, well, they're doing better than the cliques, but I'm still not, <laughs> I'm still not sold. Uh, you know, that's got to be, you know, just at a quick tangent, that's got to be one of the hardest things in the world to do is to come up with the name of a franchise. You know, like when they first came out with the Orlando Magic, everybody was kind of like, really? Yeah. You know, it's, it's got to be a difficult thing. To, I mean, the, uh, I'm a big, uh, well, I can't say it anymore, but I'll say Washington football team fan. And uh, yeah, how did they do last week, you know, up in Seattle? Uh, they did not win. Oh, they, okay. they, yeah, they did not. Uh-huh. Uh, appreciate that. <laughs> you know, the sea chickens got me <laughs> the final. Speaking I mean, we're, of great names, Seattle Seahawks. I mean, that's, Seahawks is a great that's name. That's a great name. The former name was a good name. The Washington football team was a fun name. Yeah. Because it was. they, they kind of lost their name for all the right reasons. Yeah. And then now we went to the commanders and I don't like, yeah. it's just, it's tough to pick a name, you know? It is. And, um, I guess Atlanta drive is, I mean, the, the traffic there is terrible. What about so. this? A Boston, the Boston common. 
Well, I, I get what they're I get where they're going there. And the Boston Common is a big thing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, much like Central Park. Uh, Bigger than Jupe Life, Jupiter Links Golf Club, mm-hmm. L.A. Golf Club. And that's just L.A. Golf Club was good. That's that was just, good. Yeah. Um, New York still has a chance. That'll be my home. San team. Francisco. San Francisco has a chance to come up with a name. Um, it'll be interesting, but you know, all this Morikawa, you know, we get off on these teams, uh, but all this Morikawa Homa time, you know, Homa's got to be LA golf club, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, with Xander and oh, for sure. I was surprised Cantley wasn't on California on a California team, San Fran or, um, Xander, well, his dad probably probably not enough, enough money there for him. You know, Xander's all about the cash. Yeah. But he signed up for TGL. I know, but maybe there's like, he wants more now. I don't <laughs> Stefan. Yeah. So it's, so look. I wouldn't bet on him. So look, yeah. So TGL's coming up. They're they're gonna do this um this kind of preview show at the end of December. And then the first one's January 9th. And it's not far from Jupiter's like three and a half hours south of here. I'm actually I'm actually kind of interested in it, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm 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 invested in indoor golf. I see the growth of it. I think it's a great avenue for yeah. um so many to get into the game and play the game, and I think it's cool that these guys are embracing it. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to watch it. And, you know, am I going to be fully invested as far as the teams and how they do? I'm, I don't know. I and mean, that's, that's, that's tough for me. Um, but that's another angle of professional golf, TGL. Yeah. Right. We got the yeah. Netflix cup. We got the PGA tour fall series. We're going to get to that here in a second, but don't yeah. forget now. Don't forget. Let me, let me go here now. Okay. Cause live golf is making some changes too. What the, I mean, as a golf fan right now, I mean, like, I'm I'm so excited that we're coming to in the end here because my head's about ready to explode. Like, I can't keep up with all this. Live golf still going? Oh yeah, here we okay. go. Oh, There's right. a play-in tournament December 8th through 10th at Abu Dhabi. Okay, mm-hmm. they're going to be playing for three spots. One, all right. 1.5 million, I think, is the purse. 200,000 to first, something like that. Oh yeah, they just you know. And, just print it. Oh yeah. And so now there's a, there's a new re-signing period. There's three zones. There's the locked zone. Okay. Where the top 24 for last year, they're locked in. Okay. Uh, there's the open zone. Still trying to figure out what that is. The drop zone is 45 or worse. They can be dropped. They go into free agency. That's a different twist now. Um, they can do trading okay. next year. And then there's also going to be a draft coming up where the top three from this play in tournament plus, plus the winner of the Asian tour international series. They can then Andy be drafted. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. wait, okay. I mean, one more thing going on in professional golf, and I honestly, I can't, like, I'm in the business. Yeah. And it's exhausting. I can't even imagine as a fan, like, hey, wait, what? What the drop zone? What is that? Is that, is that TGL or live or is that, what is that? I mean, it sounds, it, it <laughs> sounds to me like somebody, you know, an area on the 17th hole of CPC Sawgrass. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't, um, I, I kind of, I mean, there's so much always, there's so much change going on at live all the time and, and nobody wants to bet it. So, you know, I have a little bit of a bias. I, I kind of joke about it just because it doesn't really enter my world, um, that much. So I, I don't know that much about it, I, but you bring up something interesting there. So the top 24 are locked in, like I've seen a bunch of the scores throughout the year, not all of them, mm-hmm. but like a guy like Phil, Right, he had, he he's not in the top twenty four. What happens to him in well, two hundred I mean, million? Phil, Phil knows people, so okay, yeah. I mean, and so that's part of it. That's like in the very, yeah. you, know, you know, that part of the contract you don't read. It's like <laughs> underneath there. That's yeah. in there. Like if you know people underneath there, then you're good. Twenty four plus knowing people. So I think Phil's gonna be okay. I don't know if Phil's in the top twenty four. I'm sure Taylor Gooch is. He won like what three times. He Brooks. was the like order. Of, I don't yeah, know what they call he it. won it all. Yeah, I remember he got the order of flowing robes or yeah, and, and Greg. Got down on a and gave him his ring, and yeah, so that was that was cute. Um, 
Yeah. So there's just Cam Smith. There's just so much going on. And of course, we get in December and, you know, we've got the hero and what's Tiger going to do now? It's Tiger season in December. We're going to see him at the hero. We're going to see his him. birthday month. We're going to see him, uh, in him and Charlie down in Orlando, uh, for yeah. the PNC. So there's a lot to talk about. We'll be, um, we'll be doing some, um, I'm sure we'll, we'll be get together again. This is, I know this is the last term of the PGA tour, but I'm sure we'll get together, be able to kick it around a little bit more, maybe for the hero and some other things, um, for December, but let's get to Sea Island now. Okay, let's right. let's let's go up the road. We've got a tournament. It's a good field. DL three. Um, this wonderful is his host. spot. Wonderful yeah. host. Yeah. I mean, I think this is kind of the winter meetings, perhaps, for the President's Cup and the yeah. Ryder Cup. I mean, Freddie's in town. Or Sinks there. Yeah. Uh, Zach. 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 I mean, all the boys are in town. Maybe for a little, you know, a little meeting too. A little brandy, a little cigar. Talk about, yeah. you know, some of the things that went right and what didn't. So you look at this, and. There's two courses, Seaside Plantation, as you mentioned. Yeah. What kind of uh, what kind of player are we looking at here? You know, it's interesting. Uh, go through the go through the last ten winners, mm-hmm. right? And I want you to I want to I'm going to put you in a, a scenario here, okay? okay? I'm going to line up for the average golf fan. Let's say we uh, we got to go down to the police station. There's a lineup, right? And we're going to throw up Adam Spenson, Taylor Gooch, Robert Streb, Tyler Duncan, uh, Charles Howell the third. Austin Cook, Mac Hughes. I mean, these are the last guys that just won there. Everyone would know Kisner from all his barstool antics and everything. But, like, those names right there, and you line them up, the average golf fan. It, you know, maybe this is your point. There's so much golf going on, right? I I don't know if I would – I, I might. <laughs> like, I, I go out – you know, this week is my yeah. 22nd trip out on tour this year, right? And, I honestly, if Robert Streb walked by me, and he's won there twice, mm-hmm. I might have trouble. <laughs> I, I might, in no disrespect to him, but there's a lot of guys that look the same. And not only do these guys, like, their yeah. games look the same, but they actually look the same. Yeah. Like, they're the same build. They're the same type of player. Um, yes, the same guys tend to show up here. But when we start to handicap these golf courses, they're very similar to one another. The scoring is different, but the skill set you need at both is almost identical. Mm-hmm. Right? We're talking a lot about driving accuracy. You know, it's it's very much like um, I'll take you back out to another coastal uh, venue when we go around Pebble Beach. Everyone's talking about, oh, you got to hit four iron to here. You got to hit three wood to here. You can hit driver here, right? It's a very positional golf course off the tee. It's resort golf, so there's generous landing areas, but you got to go for the generous landing areas. And then from there, approach play takes over. It's another wedge fest like Bermuda. And then, you know, the putter is really the biggest game. You look at the last 10 winners or over the last decade, um, Against the field, those guys that took home the trophy are, on average, gaining over five strokes on Coastal Bermuda, which is super grainy. I mean, you're familiar to that. Oh, you yeah. hear Jacksonville, oh, I mean, yeah. you know, putt towards the rip. So you got to, you know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, so at the end of the day, the biggest difference everyone's going to find is going to come down to the weather. And I know we'll get to that at some point, but, or if you want to touch upon it now, but Seaside evokes what its name is, right? Mm-hmm. You go out to the St. Simon Sound and it's totally unprotected. Plantation is tree lined. And it's 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 it they're neither one is inland because they're on an island, but plantation is far more protected. You're gonna get some weather tomorrow. I mean we haven't seen the sun here in two and a half days, which is really unusual from Florida. And um you know kind of gets sitting off the coast here. Uh you know this marina comes in and it kind of and it doesn't hasn't left. But the weather from the Gulf's pushing over, and that's where they're going to get the heavy, heavier right. rain. And so they're going to get some tomorrow for sure. They're going to get some Thursday for sure, probably a little Friday. And it's going to be windy too. So I, it's going to be wet and windy. 
uh, on Thursday for sure, probably Friday as well. Maybe there's a little advantage for those, you know, on the splits there. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see as we get closer. But then the weekend's going to be beautiful. It's going to it's going to clean out. Maybe a little wind Sunday, but um, yeah, I, I think you're going to have to manage the wind for sure. And it's not going to be as cold as we saw it last year, but it is going to be a little damp. So they're going to have to to manage that. I'm, I'm, I still find myself thinking about picking all these guys up out of a lineup, like Svensson for sure, Gooch for sure. I think I would have a harder time with Austin Cook without a hat on. Um, and <laughs> you, go, you got to, you got to go back down to the McGladry Classic and Ben Crane. Oh yeah, Tommy Ganey. I mean, this is two the, gloves, baby. This is the who's who. Uh, well, back in those days, I mean, it's it's a much different setup right now. You talk yeah. about the FedEx Cup fall, the seven events. Yep. This is this is now essentially the Wyndham. You're talking about the top 125 cut. Um, before we get into that though, and and the different things that that are in play this week, really important for the betters, okay, yeah. and the DFS guys and gals. Mm-hmm. Um, the splits this week, there aren't splits. Basically, what happens is, is that they split the field in half and they use tee times, right? Cause they have two mm-hmm. different golf courses. So they take the best time of the day and they send them out. So the splits have more to do with what golf course you're playing. If Thursday turns out to be the bad day mm. and you're on seaside, you're done. Mm. I'm just telling you right now, that mm. is not where you want your money at. Okay. okay. We don't know the tee times as of yet. So a lot of what we talk about today has to be verified with what's going on, but, and, and, and even in good or independent of the weather, four of the last five winners have started on plantation and then went to seaside. And the reason for that is that plantation is easier. They build momentum. They have a good first round. They go over to seaside. But if there's any kind of weather, seaside is is easily three shots harder than plantation, if not more, depending on how bad the weather is. And we got to pay attention to that on Thursday. You go mm-hmm. seaside Thursday and it's bad, it's going to be bad. Okay. You're going to be behind the eight ball. Okay. That's good. All right, let's get to the board. Right, you want to go first, or you you want me to go first? First look to the board. You take it. I flew in, man. I'm going first. Take it. Billy Ho. <laughs> oh, no. I like Come it. Come on. I Jacksonville's like it. fine. No, in Jacksonville, I, I got I like it. Yep. I got to take Billy Ho, man. Yep. I, I, uh, Playing good. You know, 50, yeah, you know, 50 to 1. Yep. He's sitting right there in the middle. Uh, a lot of people, they kind of wrote – him off this year they wrote off billy ho because he had a terrible he had a terrible winter terrible spring mm-hmm. um he got to work you know with todd yep. and they worked some things out and then all of a sudden goes to 3m what 13th then he goes to Wyndham, gets fourth then the season's over because he didn't have a good year right so he says you know what i like going to europe I like a little style over there in the london one you know he goes over to bmw right Plays well there, top 20. Then he goes La Golf National, top 20. Irish Open, what, 45th or something like that. So he's played all fall. And this mm-hmm. argument that we keep going back and forth on, which we've called each other out on, and we've both made the mistake of picking guys that hadn't been playing, and then they play, and like Morikawa did good. Cameron Young the other week, who I picked in Mexico, was awful, yeah. right? So like it goes back and forth. Billy has played. He's playing much better. He's played here four times before. He's got the experience, finished runner-up in 16 in that five-man playoff. I, I'm, I'm going Billy Ho. Yeah, I think it's a good, I think it's a good pick. It's good to see Billy playing. He really struggled most of the season. Yeah. And, uh, and look, you know, he's been here before. He's very good on Bermuda greens, quicker the better. 
So, yeah, he's checking a lot of boxes coming in and a little win here to finish off the season, maybe to, you know, kind of resolve a little bit of what's been a probably a struggling year for him. Um, yep. you know, I think he he's pretty focused right here and he's going to have a lot of friends up there. I, where are you going? Uh, you know, look, what are you on? I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to stay with a dog. Okay. I want to stay with a, a, a Georgia bulldog. And this right. first look, you're going to have to actually kind of look in and move some branches because he's got his tree house set up in there. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> and, and yeah. seeing this guy, um, he's coming back to play, you know, for his friends here. So I'm going with Brian Harmon. I know he hasn't played much, but I, I, I feel like, I feel like Brian is going to come here and he's going to play well. He knows this place inside and out. He's part of that. Yeah. Um, he's part of that Sion Mafia up there. I uh, finished second here last year. And he's the top dog, man. I mean, he is literally the top dog when you look at the season he had. He's won the Open Championship. He played in the Ryder Cup. He's got all he played. He finished high in the in the FedEx Cup. And yeah. he's coming in with a lot of confidence. And I think, you know, he knows his place. And he, he knows how to putt Bermuda Greens. And I think he'll get the assist. He'll get it going here. Probably kind of start little you know, four or five under and just kind of build into it as the weekend goes. It'll turn perfect Saturday and Sunday. And, and uh, he's going to, he's going to really, you know, really cap off a great season for this year for him, a great season winning in Georgia. Do you, do you like, do you, do you like dog racing? No. So, well, I, I don't say, I can't say that. I, I, I have very little experience. So like, in, so let's just kind of keep this theme about dogs going. Okay. Here, right. Cause yeah. he's a dog and we, and we yeah. like dogs out there. And so in dog racing, so they, they, they put them in classes, right? And All so right. you have, so you're, you know, you're maiden and then you win and then you go to, then you go to grade D and then it goes C, B, A. And then the top dogs, if you will, the fastest are yeah. double A. Okay. And so Harmon is a double A dog. Definitely. Right. Certainly this year. He's a double A. Yeah. And he's coming back and he's kind of moving down in class and he's playing in a B race right now. This is a B race. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so when you're handicapping dogs, that's a big deal. Is he going up in class? Oh, I get where you're going there. Or is he All coming right. down in class? Yeah. And so Harmon's coming out of his tree house and he's getting, I hope he leaves the paint on. I hope he's on the first, I hope he leaves the paint on his face. I hope he's still, he's camouflaged and he's got his bow and arrow in the back. I mean, that'd be awesome. Right. And he's going to go out Does there. That count as a club. And he's moving down in class, and he's like, I'm going to put the cherry on top of what's been a great season. Billy or uh, Brian Harmon first, Billy Horschel second, all right. Georgia, Florida all over again. Yeah, co- world's largest cocktail party, right? <laughs> the uh, happens here in Jacksonville. It you does. and I come together. Happened. Right? Just happened. Uh, okay, so I got good news, bad news for okay. you on Harmon, right? So let's go. We'll go bad news first. He's had 11 trips there, he only has three top tens. So a big thing we're going to hear about about I this see, week. See, he was moving up in class. Uh, I, see, now he's so, so psychological I, with these dogs. I, I get it. I get it. I, I told you I had good news in a second, all right? So the the bad news first is that 11 trips, three top tens, right? But his last trip was runner-up, okay? He is definitely a, a different, more confident player now. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to hear so much this week about the Sea Island Mafia and everything. It's going to be, you know, nauseating. But um, – one of the one of the trends about that group is that they don't play well there. Yeah. Right. I, I think maybe they're entertaining too much, or there's too many distractions. That being said, one of the th- one of the storylines that I love to dig into here about Seaside and that golf course done by Tom Fazio, the redo in in 
1999, is that this is a par 70 golf course. All right, so par four scoring, there's 12 of them, all these different things. No one all week, other than this show or what I do at Read the Line, is going to talk about par 70 scoring. All right, who are the 10, who are the best par 70 scorers in the field for this group, right? And I can tell you right now, number one is the man who basically owns that place, and that's Webb Simpson. Yeah, but Webb's not walking through that door. You know who number two is? Brian Harmon. Yeah. Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon destroys par fours. And that's what you have to do to be a good par 70 player because you don't have those two extra par fives. So with three rounds on a par 70 golf course, you've got to look at the guys that are really, really good at par 70 scoring. And some of the names on that list are Brian Harmon, Chris Kirk, Mac Hughes, JT Poston. Billy Horschel, right? Guys, this isn't on the tour. This is the guys that are there, right? And those guys have all had success there. We're not making this stuff up, folks. This is, this is, this is crucial to you picking six for six in your DFS or picking an outright winner in that you got to have somebody that can score on these par fours because you're going to get 12 of them and they're very scorable there. I also, I, I, and I, and I'm with you on that, and I'm 100% on board with Brian Harmon being number two in that list. The other thing that attracts me to Harmon and attracts me to JT, which I want to ask you about here in a second when we get into buy or sell, is, is we need someone that can go plus six, seven, eight in putting. Like oh, we yeah. need someone, putting is elevated. You got, you've got to get it going here. Yes. And you're not, you can't be slipping by plus two and win. I mean, you've got to go plus six. I mean, what was it? Svensson last year was plus nine. I think Gucci year before that was plus five or five. six. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty consistent. Bermuda, you've got to get it going here yeah. with the putter. And you know what? Harmon can get it going. I mean, he can go plus seven, eight. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. Um, as he dominates those par four. All right, let's go on a bio check because I want to ask you about some some guys here. All right. Two guys that hit me. You, you've hit already. One or two guys, I'm wondering what the hell they're doing here. <laughs> me and you? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. So let's start with Poston. Buy or sell, top 20. Uh, I, I would buy there. Okay. I would buy there. Um, you know, we were we were against JT just showing up at Shriners, and what did he do, third? Uh, the putter was hot. Everything, uh, yeah. everything was the same it was um, when we were betting him back at 3M at Wyndham. Mm-hmm. So uh, – I think JT is definitely a threat. He's a resident there. Um, so if you were listening to me, maybe not a win, but definitely buy for a top 20. I mean, if you can get a number on a top 20 on JT Poston, then you deliver. But he does, though. He goes, he can go positive five, positive seven at the John Deere putting, positive five at 3M open, finish second. Wedge game's good, too. And you got to be a good wedge player there. Yeah. You know, you, you got to do it. And, he'll, and it, you know, one of the gaps in his game is off the tee, and you don't have to be great there. You just got to put the ball in play. All right, here's an interesting one. Oh, boy. Yeah, this one, I'm curious to see what you say here. Matt Kuchar. Oh, um, Cooch. Yeah. Right? right. Um, so there's going to be a lot of talk about him. And uh, one of the reasons why is Matty Boy is sitting at 52nd in the official world golf rankings. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he would love to go back to the place that gave him his first notoriety back in 1998 when he went to the Masters, right? And he finished in the top whatever it was, 20. And everybody was going nuts about the Shucks kid who won the amateur from Georgia Tech, right? And he was hot, obviously, out there in Mexico. He had the putter going. Everything was going for Matt Kuchar. Uh, Matt Kuchar has been here 11 times like Harmon. 
and he's only had one top 10. So why is that? You need to answer that question for me. Because if we're just going buy or sell, I'd have to say sell. Mm-hmm. It is, and he is going to be uber popular. He is. Well, he's, I mean, he's finished, he just finished seventh at uh, Fortnite and second at Worldwide. And his putter's heating up. I mean, his putter has, has been really good. Last couple of years on tour, he's been a top 10 putter yeah. year after but year. But it just feels like he's starting to, I mean, he went through a stretch here in the summer. He wasn't putting good at all. Uh, it was letting him down. He he lost. There were six tournaments in a row. He was in the red. That's unlike Matt Kuchar. Yeah. Well, it, at, at the same time, right? Why, with his skill set, excellent wedge player, excellent putter, excellent short game, and he's at home sleeping in his own bed. Why am I selling on him? Par fours. They. I mean, he he doesn't rank very high in par four scoring in the field. Sure thing, right? But I don't know. I really think it's a problem for these Georgia guys. Georgia Tech kid? Bermuda, I mean. I, I really think it's a problem for these guys yeah, that live here and they're yeah. hosting. Every night they got to go to another party. Yeah. Their wife's in the ear. You know, did you take out the trash this morning? You know, That's he's true. saying to he's saying to her, you know, I, I got a tea time in a, an hour and a half, right? Like, it's the end of the year. The one thing you have going for you, if you want to buy on Kucher, is he's sitting at 52 yeah. and he loves Augusta National. He loves it. Well, okay. And, and this is the end of the line for him. He's not going to the hero. You know, he's not getting points for the PNC if he tees it up with dad or something. You know, it's like, this is it. So speaking of taking the trash out, you know who's not taking the trash out? Danny McCarthy. What's he doing here? I, you know, that's a very good question. What is Danny McCarthy doing in Seattle right now? I, I mean, at least Danny McCarthy, like, lives down in Jupiter, Florida. It's not far. I mean, like, what's Corey Connors <laughs> doing a, here? A better, like, better question is what, what, what is Corey Connors? What's Corey doing? Connors? Yeah. Doing? You know, um, I mean, there's another, I mean, those two right there, uh, I'm going to sell on both. Mm. And, and, you know, Corey's going to be hot too, because he, if you look at his history there, it's solid. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's had a lot, he's had all, all of, he's always made the cut there. Um, you know, it's, I, you know what, what? three I'm, top 25s. I'm surprised Danny McCarthy didn't win this year. I, I talked about him a lot this year, you know. Uh, I mean, I pounded, I was pounding the pavement. Denny McCarthy is going to win this year. And he had his, he had his chances, you know, no, his best chance was at the Memorial, of course, uh, where he finished second. But, you know, there, there's a number of top tens where he was there late AT&T earlier in the year. Um, played good at Wells Fargo. He played good at the Travelers. He played a good, some good tournaments too. He did. And if there's one guy that I'm the most surprised that didn't win is Denny McCarthy. One guy you're most surprised. Well, that's that didn't a big, that's a big statement. That's a, that's too overarching. But I would uh, say guys that I was trying to, who, who I thought would get to that winner circle for the first time, right? I mean, like sure. it, it just felt like here he comes. His iron play was getting better. Like you could see the improvement. He's a world class putter, and the fact that he hasn't won this year yeah. is surprising. It's just interesting that he's here. It is. You know, maybe it's like it's not too late. I can, I can, you know, maybe. Maybe he thinks he can win. Here. He's doing it because he likes it, right? He's not. Well, he doesn't want. I mean, he's not sponsored out. by he RSM. Want to take the trash out. I mean, I wouldn't either. Yeah. You know, um, probably people want. You got to get out of the house. So Corey Connors trying to get out of the house. I mean, if you talk about a guy that can go like positive seven with the putter, and you know that guy going conscious. Yeah. Great athlete. Um, can play in bad weather. You know, U.S. Opens. The guy's contends. You know, top twenties in U.S. Opens. It's um, if it gets nasty there, his short game and everything could. You know, I, now nah, I'm still not buying on a top okay. 20 though. I think, 
I think like I think some guys start doing the math. Like, you know, Thanksgiving's next week. You start doing the math how many days you're going to be at home, locked in the house with your kids, and then okay, I'm not playing the following week, and my kids are out of school. Yeah. You know, and then I got you know I got Christmas, my kids, <laughs> and, and I'm not and I'm not invited to the hero. I'm not in the PNC. You start doing the math. I'm I, not in the century. Yeah, you know, Dave McCarthy's not yeah, in the let century. Let me call my right? agent real quick. See, can you see if you can get me in the R sound? <laughs> it's Hey man, I got on a plane. Right. Call the sponsor. You know? Call the sponsor. Do they need me? Do all they right. do they need me in December at all? Yeah, it's <laughs> pick up the phone, please. Pick up all the right, phone. All right, buy or sell. So I I, I got so you're selling. Connor's Connor's and McCarthy. Okay, I'm selling. You're selling. Okay, I'm selling. selling. Yeah. yeah, top twenties. I'm selling. All right. Yeah. Let's yeah. go to. Hold on a minute. I just lost my note here. I want to go back to. I gotta you're not back. you're not talking about any of the. Well, well, you go. You drive. All right. You drive. All right. So what's Russell Henley doing? Uh, I mean. If Russell Henley had been playing a little bit of golf, he's a great fit for this place. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the best wedge players on tour, can get hot with the putter. Yep. Um, I mean, he is the perfect guy to be in a playoff on Sunday and lose mm-hmm. at this thing, you know? And, and that's one of the things you got to talk about with that par 70 scoring again. In what? I think there's been 13 of these. There's been six playoffs. So, you know, this is, this is a fun event to watch. It's a fun event to handicap. And Russell Henley, for all intents and purposes, if, if I knew he was sharp, because I had seen a couple of starts. Just give me two starts, you know, a good, a good couple of good ball striking starts, you know, maybe a Zozo and a, and I don't know, Napa, whatever, who cares? You know, like I, I wouldn't send him to the Sanderson and I, and I wouldn't have sent him to that Mexico golf course, but you know, places where his ball striking takes over and this, this could be that type of place. Um, I mean, he's a dog. He's a dog for he you, is. you know, he is a dog. So he, he, he's, he's played here many, many, so that's one of the he's things in his class. So he's not coming down in class like Brian. You know, like I said earlier, he, yeah. he's kind of, he's. Yes, he is not. He's, he's not even A. He's B. Yeah. <laughs> really? You think he's B? Henley? Yeah, he's probably B. Harmon, I mean, Harmon, well, hang on. Harmon's okay. been double A coming down to B right now. Well, no. I mean, Harmon is A. He peaked at a double A. Yeah. Um, That's fair. He was double A as a junior golfer. Harmon was unbelievable as a kid. Um, oh, mean, yeah. All world, right? But his career, he's been mostly a B. Right. And, and very, yeah. so very, very similar career to like a Russell Henley. A couple of wins. Yep. But you always thought, man, that guy, he's been in position more, should win more. He has the skill set to do it. Uh, but I, I'm not going to buy. Um, but Harmon closed the deal at the Open where Russell at the U.S. Open didn't. Correct. Or, I mean, like, Wylea. Yeah, Wylea. Two, Wailea, two years yeah, ago. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, there's a lot of sure. Henley drop offs. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me All ask right. you this. Yeah, go. More surprise. Danny McCarthy hasn't won or the fact that we're talking about Eric Cole every single week as a favorite and the season that he has had, is that a bigger surprise than McCarthy not winning? I mean, look, I, I remember when Eric Cole finished second down at Bay Hill and, and that was an awesome uh, performance. Honda, Honda. Or at the Honda, excuse me. He lost in the Honda. playoff yeah. though. Yeah, 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 right. And it was an awesome performance. I mean, the up and downs were insane. Insane. Really and, but now we propel forward and here we are talking again about Eric Cole and deservedly so two top threes in the last two. I mean, the, the guy is, is unbelievable. He's got three top fives in his last four starts. It's unbelievable. And the, the, the everyone's sweating the driver, but here's a place where driver's not as important. Just get yeah. it in play, Eric, just get it in play and let the 30 better to one right now. And let the, let the better part of your game take over. I would buy on Eric Cole. Yeah, me too. Because I, for all the reasons that we, that, 
We know that Russell Henley, if he was playing, would have those types of numbers in the fall against mm-hmm. the fields he'd be playing against. He'd have all probably – he'd probably have like three three top 15 finishes in four starts or something if Henley was playing a bunch, right? And he's doing just what Cole would do. Uh, and Cole can get hot with the putter. And he obviously knows Bermuda. Look yep. at the Honda. And um, all the time he grown up in down in Florida. Um, at Coastal Bermuda, man. It, what a season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a season. I, I'm more surprised when you tell me Eric Cole hasn't played in a week or two. Then, I mean, the guy plays every week. Yeah. You know? So and he I, plays well. I would, yeah, I would buy on him. All right. I would buy there. Who haven't we talked to? Drive the ship. Take us, take us to a name or two that I haven't touched well, on yet that you think that you would, you know, you have a couple nice things to say or maybe not so, not so nice. All right. How about this? Um, cause we haven't talked about the favorite yet. Neighbor. He's, he's right now coming in at 14. Well, I was going to say, does is there anything Cameron Young can do, right, going into this week that would make you think that you would take him over over? Is there anything that he can do going into this week? Like, you what know, do you mean? I mean, just you know, after Mexico, right? Where are you? No. Where where it ha- it has to be over, right? Yeah, it has to be, doesn't it? He's the prohibitive favorite of this tournament. I think he's more so than Harmon. I just I, I don't. Cameron Young still feels like, I mean, I know he had a couple good tournaments there. Um, where was it? The Open? He was eighth. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Open. Yeah, and he was sixth before, you know, and then he 31st, the FedEx, and 15th at the BMW. And, like, I, I know, like, Cameron's put a few pieces together. The putter's weight has, has certainly shown some life. All right. But his his approach game is just not clean enough right now for me. All right, I'm going to go up middle tier. Okay. Right. Um. The big thing for me on Oberg is that he's sitting right outside top 50 as well. Mm. And another top 10 is going to probably put him in there. All right. And he's done too. He's not going to hero. Right. So he, he, everyone made a big deal about him not going to the majors. Right. But, and he got on the Ryder cup team. This guy wants Magnolia lane bad. Mm. You can just tell. And, and uh, his approach game hasn't, I mean, all in, in complete transparency. I mean, the guy's a driving machine. Yeah. His putter's good. His, his approach game can be a little up and down. Wedges is the weakest Wedges, part. Wedges, yep. yep. So, but, I mean, what a what a fall, right? I mean, 14th, 2nd, 13th, 10th. I mean, the kid's just, yeah, he's a pup. Um, three weeks in a row, I'm going to bring up this name, Taylor Pendrith, in the middle. And you love him. So, just love that I guy. mean, it, I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I, more so than your other your other Canadian, Svensson? Um, well, yeah. if you look at Svensson since Vegas, I don't know what happened in Vegas. I didn't say anything to him. I didn't give me dirty looks, right? I didn't get the voodoo doll out, but he hasn't been, his numbers have not been great since Vegas. And I bet him at Zozo and he was at the bottom of the barrel. It was not good. Um, I don't know what's going on with Spence in there, but I, but again, Pendrith continues to trend mm-hmm. forward and you know, the putter's been good. Um, he's played here twice before, you know, we've got a 15th and a 26th. We've got great off the tee, excellent approach. He, he's, you know, I think in his last like five starts, he's strokes gained total, like three or four shots against the field. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing all the right things. He did what he needed to do in Bermuda for me. Um, the first round, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, what happened in Mexico? He shot even par. And then the last 54 holes, he shot 18 under. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's there. It's, it's there. And if a Canadian could win there last year, why can't a Canadian? Yeah. And he's got the experience. He's good on Bermuda. Um, and then the other one, there, you said let me drive, right? I, these are the two names in the middle that I like. I like yeah. Pendrith, and I like 
the worst name in golf. Adam. Yeah, I like Shank, Shank too. Yep. Love Shank here. Yeah, positional golf course. Great approach player. Great putter. Um, has already played this fall, so he's got a couple reps inside him. There's a name there. He's going to be up in your like 65, 70 range, and that would be a guy that I would target. Um, I, I would be buying on both of them, and I'm also thinking about both of them winning. I bought on Shank. Yep, there I like go. Shank. Yeah. Good, good season for Shank. There you um, go. I, I like I like him a lot right now. He's coming in at uh, what is he, 66 to one right now. I'm I'm yep. seeing him on a couple different sites. Ben Griffin's had some good rounds here. He's played pretty well at 70. Camillo, awesome win last week. He's at 70. Um, you know, Luke Liss is can be interesting at 65. They're in the middle. There's my boy Davis Thompson, who you know I've been just just pushing him up yeah. the leaderboard a little well, bit more. I mean, I'm I'm pushing Pendrith. 15th last week. I mean, I've got to play him again. I haven't because now at this point, yeah. I haven't played him yet, but at 60, I liked him better the last couple of weeks, but he's, you can see it. His confidence has grown. Davis Thompson's coming. He's coming. He's got, he's got some things to work out. You know who has the, do you, do you see those swings I post that are in blue? Yeah. And yeah, always, and, yeah, and, yeah. I'm always guessing those. And, okay. And yeah. People are guessing. First yeah. week was Justin Rose. No, no. First week. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody thought it was. Yeah, I know. I, I, so much that I, that I started to think it was. Yeah. It was Cam Davis. Yeah. And so I just posted this new one, and it's it's Davis Thompson. Um, but there's a you know, social, you know wait wait did you just reveal yeah, that? Yeah, I here? did. I just revealed. Yeah, I'm sorry. So those are those are the looking right. out there on Twitter and Instagram. That the one I just posted is Davis Thompson. I I, I took that at, yeah. the, at Vegas. But um, another dog, another dog, another dog. And here's another dog. And this dog has got the worst swing of them all. His swing, when you watch it, if I if I put his swing out there and I said, "What's this guy's handicap?" You, I mean, it looks worse with a yeah, blue covering than like, the Jim like, Furyk. You'd be like mm, six, five, maybe. Harris English, man, another dog. And I and I and it's just it's it's always been a interesting move. Yeah, but not as not as not as dusty mechanically as like Webb Simpson. Now his swings. Pretty dusty. Like, yeah. like you're not teaching Webb Simpson swing to anybody. Webb Simpson anybody holds a unique uh, record in my television golf watching career. Mm-hmm. He's the only player I've ever seen live watching golf shank the ball more than once mm-hmm. with a with a mid iron. I mean, you're talking strong grip, fan the face, extended face wide open halfway down, and then just magic. And what was it? Like a six or a five iron Ryder yeah. Cup Medina in 2012. He's shanked yeah. on a par three. And so here's Harris English, right? Harris is like hand path way in left arm, deep face, wide open shaft kind of gets a little steep in transit. It's just like, you know, it's just like fingernails in the chalkboard. Yeah. I mean, but technically I'm not saying like, I get, he's a great player and like, you're not changing yeah. that and you're, and you're working around. It's always kind of been that way, but it's just interesting. The pattern, like I need to post that one. I need to post that one and say, hey, yeah, look. like, but in like two weeks, you know, next week you got yeah. Thanksgiving, you got to come up with something really all good. All these, all these, everyone's going to be on their phone all, all these week. Bulldogs. I can't, you can't get away from them. They're everywhere. Oh, they, they don't stop. Keith Mitchell. Well, hang on. Because you like Keith Mitchell this week? Oh, do you? Oh, I, I, that's where I was going next. Okay. He's 60. Yep. All right. First of all, cashmere, man. Yeah. Right. He's just, he, he's got, it's the perfect weather for him. It's going to be like 50 in the morning. Puts the sweater on, rolls up in the visor, pounds the driver. Huge advantage for him to take it a little bit past those yeah. where everyone else is laying up. Um, 
when you think of Keith Mitchell at a place that we talk about him and we want to bet him outright, and we do it every single year, where's that one place? It's also a coastal tournament. It's just not this coast. Over in California? Yeah. Yep. And they play three different golf courses, right? And Pebble. Pebble. Yeah. It's super positional, mm-hmm. and he has found a home there, and yep. he's very good at that style of golf. Fast forward to now. He's had a couple starts here. He's been decent. I, I, I think that that's the type of guy that could show up and could go just super hot. He's played this fall. Okay. Yeah. You know, but like Shank was mediocre this fall, but I still like him too. It's it's yeah. like like rolling into this week, a guy that drives the ball like Keith Mitchell will have such an advantage if the weather goes south on Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. Right? He would just be in play so deep down there like Ludwig that it'll be the two of them in a race. And uh, guys like Pendrith, you know, I mean, so I, I really do like Mitchell this week. Um, yeah. He's another guy that's up on that list of par 70 scorers I was talking or alluding to earlier. Right? He's in the top 10 of that. Guy makes a lot of birdies on par fours. We start getting down into these hundreds here. So let's, oh boy. let's talk about some long shots. Right. And there's Adam Long, 125 to 1. He had 69 fairways in a row. I've I've been kind of sensing a little Adam Long talk out in the in the market too. He's getting he's getting a little love. Yeah. A little little play. You like Adam here at all? For, they were, they were, uh, make make the cut, maybe a top 20. Ooh, top 20 is a lot. Okay. Big field, 156 yeah. players. Yeah. And feels uh, like a stretch. Yeah, that, that um I mean, make or miss the cut. I would go make because he's been playing well lately, but mm-hmm. pa- much past that, I don't know that I'd even go top 40 there. I like, I mean, this I, is going to be one of those weeks where like 80 guys make the cut. I, it, the, the one guy that I'm really happy that's turned it around this year is Vincent Willie. And um, we've been talking about him a lot eighth at uh, Butterfield. Um, there, there's a guy that really struggled, missed a lot of cuts um, early on. And you just kind of like, damn, where's Vincent at? Like he, you know, he kind of had it going there for a little bit. But are we, is this, officially becoming the Vincent Whaley season. Like we get to November area and that's when he starts playing is some pretty good golf. That's what he did last year. Um, you know, his iron game approach game seems to be improving. He drives the ball well enough. His putting has been very good as of late. Um, oh. I think he checks out on Bermuda as well. He does. I, I like, I'm going to sprinkle a little on Mr. Vincent cause I've been on him and, and um, maybe this is the week we see a plus seven perhaps with the putter. Well, we've talked about how hard he's been working on the putter yes. to align. Um, so we're not going to go, we're not going to be redundant there. Well, and it's showing up, by the way. Oh, 100%. It's showing up. And the guy is an elite ball striker. Yep. Um, I've watched him hit the ball up close and personal up there, golf club of Georgia. The guy, he's, he's, he's mm-hmm. a flusher. Yeah. Right. Um, if you're one of those model people or you're looking deep into the stats, one of the guys that's going to pop for you, we're talking Georgia Tech rambling wreck here, right? Oh, boy. Chesson Hadley yep, is going gonna to come up, and then you're talking about guys that get hot with the putter, and he's going to be snapping all week, <laughs> right, and everything. He's got 10 starts at Sea Island wow. and no top 10s, Travis, and no top 20s. And here's a guy that went to Georgia Tech, would have played there in tournaments, would know the golf courses, and here, you know, he's mm-hmm. not performing there. If you give me a choice between those two yellow jackets, I'm going Vince Whaley all day. And Vince isn't going to pop in your models as much as Chesson is, but I, I, I got to go the other way because, um, you know, history is a funny way of repeating itself. Well, you look at, you look at, let's go back to some of these previous finishes now that you've brought it up. 
and um, some guys that we've left off that have played well here over the last five years. We left off Nate Smith. Um, Nate Smith has a couple top 20s here as yeah. of the last few years. We did talk about McCarthy. Long was uh, top T16 two years ago. There's the Todd father. Another we got to we, we have to mention every single Georgia Bulldog has become across it. Pat Pat <laughs> Pat and Gazire who went he's not a bull he's he's Auburn. Yeah. Four um, Eagles. Yeah. Good wedge and putter though. I mean I bet him. Um, I didn't bet him. I top thirtyed him last week, and he was just outside that. I got to give you one more name. And, oh here we go. Yeah. You, and, Going back to the middle of the field, and I've I've brought him up a couple times. All right, and we got? and we had a small bet on him. Um, I don't know if you remember, but I'll remind you now. I think it was yeah, two or three weeks ago at the Zozo. I said I said top twenty, and you said absolutely not. Remember, JJ Spawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the, the issue there, Spawn six it, at Zozo, elite ball striker, um, and uh, the putter. Yeah, you know. It, it's um so one of the things that JJ Spawn does. It's a little known fact about when yeah, I don't like JJ here. The the approach game at these two golf courses. Yeah. Um. Everyone everyone on the PGA Tour that's going to be in the top fifty this week is going to be on their wedge game, mm-hmm. and they're all great wedge players to begin with. All hundred fifty six of them are great wedge players, right? But they're all going to be good. The way you separate yourself at a place like this is how good are you with your long iron play. When those long par threes come up or those those reachable par fives come up, because that's where you can really start to distance yourself. And if you look at the leaders from, mm-hmm. or, or the winners from the last from the last, and I and I did a deep dive on this, right? So if you look at the winners from the last ten years, right, their proximity to the hole where they led the field was not one hundred to one twenty five, wasn't one twenty five to one fifty, it wasn't one fifty to one seventy five, it was two hundred plus. Wow. That's where they had the biggest gains. Now, you got to understand what that means, right? So they had gains from 125 to 150, but the biggest gains that they showed were at 200 plus. What shots are those? And what does strokes gain really mean? It's when Travis hits an approach shot and it's that much closer than mine or or the field, he has gained against them, right? Mm -hmm. The guy that's going to gain with those 200 plus shots, and J.J. Spawn could do that, right? Because he is a really good long iron fairway wood player, right? So – those approach shots, it, it just goes year after year after year. I mean, and you're talking about Spenson and Gooch and Streb and Duncan, right? These guys, they all, every single year, it's like starting on plantation on Thursday, hmm. right? It's the same thing. This this unique trend comes up, and I look at that, and I go, okay, well, if a guy is not really good at 200 plus, as wedges are average, he is not on my list this week, mm-hmm. right? Like sometimes when you start talking about buy and sell these names, right? I need some guys in there that are really good from that far away. And and it's just, I mean, this is why you tune in on a Tuesday. Yep. You're not going to get that anywhere else. That's good. That's that's good insight there on that on that long that long iron play. You know, yeah. I just I was just looking up some, you know, the best putters in the field, which I like to do each week. You know, you got the the usuals there, and Mav and McCarthy and Brian Gay and Taylor Montgomery. There's Harris English, who I don't think gets enough credit for how great of a putter he is. Excellent. Uh, Brian Harmon, JT Postner. We, we've, we mentioned yeah. those. So there's two names that, that I've had, that I had early circles that we haven't talked about yet. And I want to, I want to finish with these two names. Is um, one of them? One of them I bring up a lot and he, and the other one, not so much. I have two names left myself. Do you? Yes. Does it? They're, de- they're deep down the board. 
Uh, deep well, down the board. Not that far down the board. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I was saving it towards the end. But Grayson, well, first one's a putter. First one's a putter. Okay, first one. So Justin Sutter, right? I mean, is he? Uh, is, is this a, is this a spot for him? And the other one who ran up the board last week, Norin. Yeah. Um. I mean, in that, in Norin's in that like second tier. There's a better chance of him buy or sell top ten than it is on probably Denny McCarthy. Yeah, those are your two putters right there yeah. that we haven't talked about yet. And Justin yeah. Sutter and. and and Alexander Norin yeah. and his gyration of covering it. Yeah. I, All right, where were you going? And Norin's always closing the range, whether he's leading the tournament yeah. or not. Yeah. Every tournament covering. I'm ever at. Always covering it. Oh, man. He just needs yeah. to get like a shot collar when he takes on too much side bend. And he, and he gets this like everyone th- has this preconceived notion or bias of Alex Norin that maybe because of his accent or whatever or because he always works so hard or because he has mm-hmm. that gyration that he's, like, super technical and everything. The guy is super funny to listen mm-hmm. to, right? So we're out – I was out in Austin this year at the match play, and he's closing down the range, and he's walking out, and there's people walking out of the clubhouse party. They're having, like, a reception, and these guys are tuned up. <laughs> and I don't even think they know that this is one of the guys playing in the event because it's so late. There's only two guys on the range, and it's usually the same two guys, Sahith and Norin, mm-hmm. okay? So Norin's walking back towards the clubhouse, and I'm walking with him. And this guy is all tuned up and he goes, points him at in his chest and he doesn't touch him, but he like points at him and he goes, you're going to win this week. And Norrin looks him right in the face and he goes, probably not. <laughs> and he just keeps walking. And the guy's face was like, like you'd see the ghost. And I, I was doing my very best not to laugh. And uh, I he's walked. He's made some hay this one, this fall. Oh yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's done well. Yeah. Third yeah. at Triner, second at Butterfield. Yeah. Ran up the board there. Can he, um, you know, he struggled. Pretty much most well, early season he struggled, yeah. but um, I, I don't know. I, I'm probably gonna. I'm probably not gonna. I, I'll probably. I'll probably pass. I, I'm. I'm. De- okay. I'm deeper into other names. Okay. Give, at me, this point. give me the but last. No, I meant as far as Betton Norin yeah, yeah, or, or yeah, going yeah, there. Yeah. You know the other ones that I've that I've leaned but, on. But you were saying another name. Yeah. Um, your course record holder, if you want to go further down, fifty-eight. Grayson Sig. Grayson Sig. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then another guy, wow. another guy down there who's played well there is a little bit of uh, Flash Gordon. And Flash Gordon, Will Gordon, has had a good fall. Those are two guys that could be bombs that don't be surprised if they're hanging around. Will Gordon, another S, Vanderbilt. Yeah. yeah a lot of Vanderbilt talk. A lot, these of, days. A lot of SEC yeah. going on here. Oh, well, I mean, this, I is, mean where they, this, this is... is where they host their championship. Like every other year or something like yeah, that. He... So these guys see this place a lot. But Grayson Sig shot 58 here, you know, on Seaside. That's yeah, insane. 12 under. So 58. Um, Give me a break. You know, it's it's funny with it's 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 funny with Will, like, because I mean, you're looking at five or six straight miscuts, and then all of a sudden, Zozo finds something 21st, carries it over to Worldwide 15. Yeah, I mean, his last what his last three starts, he has a miscut, a 10th, and a 15th. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, yeah, last least, two have been good. Yeah, last two have been good. Uh, well, in between there was a miscut, but he, um, I think, you can check that. No, last he had five straight miscuts, and then he went twenty first, then fifteenth. That's the way. I, that's the way it lays right. out for me. Well, anyway, I like Flash Gordon. That's where I'm going there. I mean, we got to We got to go. We, I mean, the last George Bulldog we haven't talked about, right? Kids. <laughs> I mean, hundred. To one. So Kiz, uh, so I get I get some questions about Kiz. What happened to Kiz? What happened to you? So you know, Kiz switched his longtime coach. Yeah. 
did something else. It was, it was about, what was it? I think it was first of the year last year. Yeah. And, um, I'm not going to mention any names. And I remember kind of learning what was happening. And I was like, wow, those, you know, some pretty good size changes. And man, he lost it whole game. It just didn't like, I mean, he, he took months off. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Like, and Kisner was playing good golf. I mean, you know, he was right there to, to make the Ryder Cup there, the, you know, two years ago. Months off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his ball striking got bad and then it filters into the rest of his game. That guy, you can't be short and crooked. Can't no. be short and crooked. No. I just, at no. that stage of your career, no, you can be short and straight. At that stage yeah. of your career, playing good golf, I just don't see the need to like, you know what? I, I'm going to just switch from the last 10, 12 years I've been doing, which yeah. has been pretty damn good up yeah. to this point. Like you could yeah. make the argument Kisner might be a little bit of an overachiever considering today's, yeah. considering today's, and I say that in all due respect, that is not a slight, well, I, can, I just say it because it's a distance era and Kisner's not long at all. So no. he no. competes his ass off or was. And so now you make changes. What's the change? If, unless the change is going to yield 25 yards of distance, I don't see why. I don't see the point. I'm just sorry. I don't see why you would want to start making swing changes at this state. Like, why? It just doesn't even make sense to me. I'm not a Kisner fan, but I'm going to give him huge props here. What's his slogan, right? It's ain't no hobby. Right. Right? Like, it, people don't realize how good Robert Streb is or Kevin yeah, Kisner is or, yeah. or any of these guys that we, that all win at the RSM. So to put a bow on this, right? Austin Cook. Like Adam Spenson, right? If mm-hmm. Adam Spenson rolled up to your club on Saturday, he would whoop you like you wouldn't believe, and he wouldn't miss a shot because it wouldn't be in a PGA Tour event, and he would absolutely – you'd be like, how did this guy just make yeah. – this guy's made 11 birdies, right? Yeah. You're like, And he hit like 16 greens, and then you know he never looked like he was ever made a mistake. Mm-hmm. you know. And like Kisner – I love the fact that Kisner once brought it up was like, hey, this isn't a hobby for us. Like we're really good. <laughs> right. I understand that you think you've played Sea Island before, yeah. but yeah. like – I'm really good. Yeah, and you shot right? 74, and you felt like you left three out there. No, 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 you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, I, I won there yeah. 22 under. You know, like I right. mean, for four days. Right. So, like at, at the end of the day, I'll always give Kisner props for that. Um, he's not my style, but I tell yeah. you what, the fact that he said the unsaid thing and was like, "Folks, put it in check, pump the brakes for a minute." You know, I love, I love him for that. Yeah, and I hope he gets it back because he's good for the game because his commentary is. Um, he's got some work to do. Yeah. And he he's, he just seems like he's dug himself an unnecessary hole, which I just watch these things when they go down and and I talk about them on the podcast. Like yeah. I was like, I don't get the Kisner one. I never got the Ricky Fowler situation. Like I'm like, why? What are we doing? Yeah. And uh, those and are then, two deep ones too. Yeah. And so the one I'll finish with uh, that did work for the positive, and he's in the field this week is Padraig Harrington. Um, he's in the field. He's at 175 to one. His coach, a uh, guy he worked with, is by the name of Michael Jacobs. He's okay. one of the best in the 3D world, and he really helped Podrick navigate the speed. Oh, and, man, and, did he ever. And Podrick got a lot longer. Didn't he ever. And so Jacobs will be on the pod tomorrow with me and oh. talking about this very, very interesting man, Michael Jacobs. You won't, if, if you like instruction and you like speed and you like, you like deep data and why supported by data, yeah. you'll, you'll love tomorrow. Love it. Because the dude's Man. one of the best when it comes to uh, 3D. Agreed to come on. We're gonna we're gonna chat we're gonna chat about Podrick. So anyway, good stuff. We uh, I know we went a longer today, but hey, it's the last you know it's, it's the it's the last uh, season. You're here, last here. tournament of the year. Um, I'll be back for players. 
We'll be back for players, and we'll probably we'll do a show for Hero. Yeah, definitely. We'll do a show for well, Hero. It's, it's your show. I mean, yeah, no, we'll do a show for Hero. And I then, answer, um, I answer when called. and then I think we'll. I've got a couple ideas that maybe um, we'll do some stuff leading into uh, next season as well. Ooh. Um, a little preview show heading into uh, 2024. Yeah. 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 Anything I should prep for? Maybe we, yeah. Maybe <laughs> we should talk about uh, TGL and Liv. Like we just talk about it all, right? We should just make, just try to handicap this whole thing. But you've had a hell yeah. of a season, by the way. Let's, uh, let's end with this. You've had a hell of a season. How many, how many wins total PGA Tour, PGA Tour? Uh, 14. Wow. 14 wins. Yeah. It's, um, we're making money, man. Yeah. We're you've had a money. great year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did the numbers. You know, I, I, I track them all. 1,111 bets I've posted yeah. through Read the Line yeah. with a just under a 15% net return. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. And I like that you're, I like that you have a, you stay the course with who you are and what you do. Yeah. And you're very strict about it. And I try to pull you off it sometimes and be like, no, no, come on, you know, and like, and I, I'm a little looser with my money at times. I'm, I, I, absolutely. Throw some on there. Yeah. You know, but, and sometimes that pays off and most of the time it doesn't. And in the end, in the long haul, it, that's the important part, right? In the long haul, because you, to your point, you're counting all of the bets, every single bet. And so there's a real discipline that goes into that. And there's, and there's a lot of live betting in there, Travis, Yeah, you know, and that makes up for a week where, you know, maybe your outrights don't really necessarily show up, Mm -hmm. right? So you already have that money. You have those units extended. Mm -hmm. So you've got to make it up somehow and you start hitting those head to heads and you just, you can make some money back or you hit a placement over the weekend and you get a nice two to one there. And the next thing you know, like you break even for the week and you go on to the next week. But, you know, a 40% ROI on this season on, um, on outrights is, um, is uh, fantastic. Well, let's get one more. Hey, RSM classic. Your lips to God's ears, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, hey, you know what? We've been doing this now for six months, mm-hmm. right? And I absolutely love it every Tuesday. I know the I know the listeners love it. Yep. Right. And I've learned a lot. And I, and I can't wait for all the things we've talked about for 2024. When we come back. We're gonna do more swings, more more yeah. why, more why. Yeah. We pick these guys for the golf course, and uh, we're just gonna win even more. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna clean up a few things in the next year. Um, and, and really make the show. It's already very unique. I think for both of us as golfers and you're the expert and the handicapper and I'm kind of tied into the game a little differently from my backdrop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to bring all that stuff more full circle consistent next year and probably move the show to Monday. Oh yeah. For the betting. Well, yeah, I mean, TGL. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. At least for, at least up until Augusta or I think whenever so. it ends. I think we'll yeah. probably move this show to Monday. Yeah. Probably sprinkle a little TGL with PGA Tour. I think that'll be fun. Hey, next week's Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for the Tuesday Stripe Show. Hey, thank you. Appreciate Appreciate your time. All right, guys. Back tomorrow. Michael Jacobs. Don't miss it.